Uh, oh. Oh, yeah, it says offering here right beside it. Okay. Well, let's go on to our offering then. Uh, Brother Eric, you want to come forward, please? Good morning. Good morning. Like I say, uh, once again, thankful for another opportunity. It's been granted to us to be able to come out this way once again today. And like I said, we do no roads are sort of treacherous out there. Uh, weather's a little, uh, little funny this time of year. It seems like I go from a snowstorm to uh, uh, flooding today and everything. But, uh, you know, it's uh, good to have the opportunity to be able to come back out this way. Appreciate everybody. Uh, making there for two get out this way this morning. We know a lot of excuses out there for people to stay at home and to uh, not be at church. But, you know, uh, I'm a firm believer that uh, you have a time place. We know that the Lord saved your soul, and if he has led you to unite with his church body, uh, that should be our number one obligation above all things uh, in, in this life. And that's uh, it seems like one of the biggest things that we neglect from time to time. It's so... Uh, so easy for us sometimes just to make excuses. Uh, uh, you see uh, people a lot of times, it don't matter what the weather is or what the situations might be, well, now they're going to make time to either go to a ball game or to go fishing or to do whatever it is. And uh, they'll, they'll do anything uh, uh, to make sure that they're there. But yet when it comes to church a lot of times, uh, uh, it, it don't take a whole lot sometimes to get us not uh, in the mood not to go. And uh, uh, I'm just thankful for everyone that has come out this way this morning. Uh, uh, thankful uh, uh, for the health of everyone that's here and uh, for the blessings of this life which the Lord has uh, given us. And uh, uh, we do uh, have just simple thought on us for uh, this morning and everything. Uh, before we get into a reading, might ask to be a word on anybody's heart. Anything needs to be said or done at this time? God is good. Amen. All the time. All the time. Amen. There's nothing else on anybody's heart. If you have Bibles, want to read along with us? I invite you over to the fourth chapter of the book of James for just a few moments of time this morning. We're going to read just a few verses here. I don't know how much we'll read. Uh, uh, we'll go until the Lord's done with us here. Try to establish a thought. We're going to start with the first verse. And as James is writing here, he says, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that war in your members? Ye lust and have not, ye killed and desired to have, and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war yet, and ye have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye might consume it upon your lust. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. 
Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and He shall lift you up. And I'm going to stop right there with the reading uh, for this morning. And uh, the thought I'm going to try to touch on this morning uh, is actually, uh, and uh, uh, the word is uh, spoken twice there in these uh, 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 ten verses that we have read there, but it's uh, uh, humbling ourselves unto the Lord. You know, as we uh, get into that, uh, this message this morning, you know, we uh, think about that word humble, if you will, and uh, 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 we think about that being, uh, hey, if you will, well, you know, somebody that's not boastful or somebody that uh, uh, might not have this proud look about them. Uh, uh, I know some people, I hear people talk about, well, you know, uh, they're a very, very humble person, if you will. They could be loaded with money, but yet if you see them out uh, on the streets or whatever it might be, uh, uh, they might just be dressed in just a plain old t-shirt and a pair of jeans or something. People talk about, well, you know, they're a humble person for who they are. But you know, with us as God's children, uh, uh, that word humble right there simply means to be obedient to the Lord or to uh, 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 turn your heart, if you will, over to Him. And uh, as we get into this thought this morning, uh, you know, James, as he was speaking there, uh, uh, he spoke of several uh, uh, different groups there, whether or not it be uh, uh, adulterers and adulteresses, whether or not it be those people who might uh, 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 lust after the worldly things that is out there today. And uh, uh, we do know that uh, uh, everyone that's out there, it's so uh, hard, if you will, for us sometimes to get a heart in a position to be able to serve the Lord. And uh, you know, as it is spoken of right there, he even uh, uh, made the comment there, uh, uh, about how the spirit that dwells within us, if you will, the heart of man, if you will. And I touched on this on radio just a little bit this morning, uh, that the heart of man, if you will, and we're not speaking about this fleshly organ that's within us, but if you will, the uh, 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 consciousness of man, or, or however it is you want to look at it, it really is an evil being, if you will. It has a sinful nature about it. It has to, uh, simply because of... Uh, the transgression in which Adam committed over in the Garden of Eden there when he broke the uh, commandment that was given to him by God and let sin enter into this world. Uh, uh, the flesh that's within us, the fleshly body, and even the inward man, if you will, it's natural for him to have a sinful way about him. And James, he spoke of that right there, how the spirit that dwells within us, it lusts us after the things of the world, be it it tells us here that we should draw nigh unto the Lord. And I want to touch on that just a moment of time today with the Lord's help. Uh, how, how often is it that we truly do draw nigh to the Lord? Well, I want to touch on that this minute or, uh, or try to tie that in, if you will, and being humble unto the Lord and tying that word of being humble in with just simply meaning to be obedient unto the Lord. You see, there comes a time and a place in our heart, and I know that uh, 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 the church here has uh, heard me speak about it several times, uh, that this thing known as sin gets into our lives, and uh, uh, the Lord, He lets us know that sin is standing in between us and Him. He, he lets us know that things are not right between us, and that uh, uh, we are lost and separated from Him. Uh, uh, that age of accountability there, and uh, uh, just as uh, James is speaking of right here, here. You know, it seems like uh, uh, so much of the time when we're uh, uh, when we think of sinful beings, if you will, it's just exactly 
how James is speaking here about the adulterers and adulteresses and those who try to live out in this world, those who might wage war against other people, those that might break in houses and steal or whatever the uh, the transgression might be. A lot of times that is what we think of um, when we think of sin and we think, well, then people need to turn their life around. Uh, but yet all of us have this sinful nature about us in which James is speaking of right here. There's not a day in my life that goes by that I don't feel the Lord on uh, some way, form, or fashion. There's a, uh, just a, it's an impossible feat for me to be able to perfectly live my life for the Lord because I know that I sin and I fall short daily just as each and every one of us has. Just as uh, uh, Paul had referred to himself as being the chief among all sinners, uh, you see, he realized that he needed Christ in his life when he was brought low on that road to Damascus without doubt. Uh, Saul back then before he was Paul who was known as Saul uh, he was probably a very proud man a man uh, uh, which probably uh, looked upon himself and uh, uh, thought well you know when Christians hear my name they fear and they tremble in their shoes and uh, uh, the, the, the very uh, 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 word of my name if you will when they hear it it brings a, a cross dread to them but yet even Saul was brought low to the road to Damascus and he just, just exactly as uh, uh, James was speaking here uh, when Christ uh, said to him there on the road to Damascus Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he was brought low there and he was brought under conviction there and he had to humble himself before the Lord, didn't he? You see Paul, he uh, or Saul in that time, he uh, had came to the realization at that time that uh, you know, it didn't matter who he was here upon this earth, it didn't matter uh, how great his name might have been, uh, just as the richest man that is out there, <coughs> might look and think, well, you know, when people hear my name, <coughs> they think of all these great things, and they think of all these great riches that I have, but even there, you know, that person there has to be brought low before the Lord in order to truly be saved. And I'm going to tell you, in order for one to truly be saved, they're going to have to humble their heart down before the Lord. You see, uh, uh, just as the Scriptures tells us about like, that godly sorrow, which bringeth about repentance, which will work repentance, and uh, you know, I actually preached a sermon on that one time, that word worketh, if you mean. You see, it's that godly sorrow that brings one down and brings about repentance. Uh, that word worketh meaning to bring about a reaction, if you will, or to bring about a consequence because of something that has happened. <clears throat> We think about that a lot of times. Uh, uh, I know uh, uh, back when my dad was alive, he used to call me sometimes at five or four or five o'clock in the morning and ask me what I was doing. I tell him, "Well, you know what? I, I just woke up and everything." He'd say, "Well, you know, I thought maybe you was working up deer jerky, you know, around deer season or something." In other words, I'm getting something prepared for something, and that's exactly what the godly sorrow uh, that sets up in one's heart when they have been brought low by the Lord, letting them know the things that are right between them will bring about if one will hum themselves down before the Lord. <clears throat> you 
you know, I know the church has heard me speak about it here uh, uh, several times about uh, uh, King David over in the 116th Psalm and uh, oh, there how he spoke about the sorrows of death compassing him and the pains of hell getting a hold upon him. He, he said that he had found trouble and sorrow there. Well, you know, just as James was speaking here in this fourth chapter here, uh, uh, he spoke over there uh, about uh, uh, those that uh, will cleanse their hearts and they will cleanse their hands of the evilness that's, uh, <coughs> that's out there, if you will. If they will just draw nigh unto the Lord, He will draw nigh unto them. You see, uh, and this sort of ties in with the thought that I thought I was going to be preaching on here this morning uh, about the parable of the lost sheep and uh, how the good shepherd, how he went out to look for that lost sheep, which is uh, uh, flown from him there. You see, that shepherd, uh, uh, without a doubt, uh, in Christ he makes a statement that his sheep knows his voice and uh, uh, they will come to him when he beckons. And, uh, you know, that's exactly how it is. Uh, I went out yesterday and I got to feeding cattle at some of the farms and everything. I took roll hay out there and uh, I couldn't find the cows and all I had to do was start calling and they knew my voice and they came. Well, I want you to understand this morning if you're out there and you're lost and separated from the Lord, if the Lord has let you know that you're lost and separated from Him, that He's calling unto you right now. Uh, he is wanting you to come unto Him. And just as we said here, uh, the Scriptures tells us that if you will draw nigh unto the Lord, He will draw nigh unto you. If you will seek after the Lord wholeheartedly, sincerely believing that He is who He says He is, and that is a reward of them that diligently seek Him, as the book of Hebrews tells us, uh, you will find Him. Uh, when you get your heart in that right condition to humble yourself down before the Lord to realize, Lord, my good works is not going to get me to heaven. My good works is filthy rags uh, before you. Uh, when you come to the realization, as I touched on this morning on the radio, that my works could get me into heaven, then Christ came and died on that cross in vain for me because I could do it on my own. Uh, I want you to realize this morning uh, that you're going to have to humble yourself down before the Lord and you're going to have to come to Him realizing uh, that you're a sinner in need of His mercy and that He's the only one that can save your sin sick soul uh, just as uh, James was speaking of here you know uh, uh, the day that the Lord saved my soul you know I was a uh, Top of all, I never did get in any trouble around school or anything, or never was in trouble much around home. And, uh, you know, in my eyes, if you will, in my heart, I built up the reputation, at least to myself, that, you know what, I'm a pretty good type of person. I'm not like these other people are that's out here that uh, uh, you see running around here. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you, that's exactly just how that Pharisee was that was praying in the temple over there in the book of Luke, how he tried to justify himself before the Lord. You see, he wasn't humbling himself down before the Lord. He was trying to bargain with the Lord, if you will. And I'm going to tell you... <coughs> Our Lord's one that's not going to bargain with you. You're going to have to come His way if you're ever truly saved. And I'm going to tell you, it's the Lord's will that each and every one that's ever lived or ever will live will do that. 
You see, when Christ came, he laid down his life there upon that cross at Calvary. He didn't come for just a select few. He didn't come uh, for just a handful of people. Uh, I'm going to tell you, he came and laid down his life there upon that cross at Calvary that whosoever shall believe in him will be saved. Whosoever shall believe upon him. But you've got to humble yourself down. You have to come his way. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and He shall lift you up. I'm going to tell you, as that 17 year old boy, when I was all broken hearted and uh, uh, the convicting power of the Lord had fell upon me that night at New Salem Missionary Baptist Church, uh, when I was saved there upon that altar, I'm going to tell you, I got to the point where no mankind could lift me up. There was nothing here in this world that could lift me up. It took the Lord to lift me up. But I had to humble myself down before Him coming to him realizing that I was just a sinner in need of his mercy. But church, after that time, how much of the time do we truly humble ourselves before the Lord? You know, us as God's children, those that's been saved, I tell you, it seems like so much of the time uh, in the Scriptures, it even tells us uh, that pride will cometh before a great fall. I tell you why, there's a lot of times we tend to be a proud, boastful people sometimes. Maybe not in the church, but there's ways about Brother Eric that gets proud. There's ways about Brother Eric that can get a little boastful, and I'm going to tell you, that's no way to be. That is no way to be. We should continually be humbling ourselves down to the will of God. <coughs> You know, as we went to radio this morning, uh, I guess it was actually last week, uh, I'd sort of been uh, halfway fighting with it a little bit, if you will, and uh, everything, but I ended up uh, moving my church membership last Sunday, and uh, I knew with that there'd be some stuff that'd be coming uh, along, I believe, uh, at least for right now, I've probably done my last sermon on the radio, at least for a while, and everything, but you know what? I had to humble myself down. I had to submit myself to the will of the Lord. Lord, what is it that you want? Not necessarily what I want. You know what's going to be best. You know uh, uh, what you have said in action here. Lord, I just need to know what's my part in the picture, and I need to be willing to humble myself down and to follow that. But church, I'm going to tell you, one of the biggest things that gets us in trouble as God's children a lot of times is we feel that little knocking, we hear that little still small voice, don't we? We want to jump all over it. But you know, while we was over in the book of James, I don't know why I need to tie this in, but the Lord just brought to me those scriptures that tells us to try the spirits to see whether or not they be of God or not. You see, the, uh, when we speak of spirits, and uh, especially as we're in a church house here, a lot of times we want to get the attitude that, you know what, every spirit we fill in here is the Lord, but I'm going to tell you that is not true. Satan, he's in here with us right now. Just wait and see what he can do to disrupt God's children at work. He's wanting to see what he can do uh, to disrupt the truth from going out into this whole world. And I'm going to tell you, we're so bad sometimes about jumping on that wrong spirit, ain't we? Still saying, Lord, is this where we need to be and being willing to humble ourselves down? You see, sometimes we have to get very low before the Lord can lift us up, don't we? Sometimes He has to bring us low before He can lift us up. I'm thankful that as a 17-year-old boy that I was brought low down to a place of uh, true heartfelt salvation through repentance in which I know without a shadow of doubt that I felt when the Lord lifted me up. There was no man that had to tell me it was just that sweet peace that came in that let me know that I had passed from death into life. 
but we have to be willing to humble ourselves before the Lord. We've been short this morning. This has been the message that the Lord's given me. If I try to go on any farther, I, I, I know I'm just going to make a mess up, but I, I would encourage us all, let's just all just humble ourselves down before the Lord. If you're out there today and you don't know the Lord and the free pardon of sin, if you don't have that time that you know that the Lord spoke sweet peace to you, so you're going to have to humble yourself down before Him. You, you, you can't be boastful. The Lord, uh, just as James tells us there, He's going to resist the proud. Uh, the Lord, He hates a proud countenance worse than anything, I believe. Uh, uh, there's nothing we should be proud of. The Scriptures even tells us that's in Him that we live and move and have our being. We have to be low before we can be brought up. We have to be low before we can be lifted by the Lord. But in order for Him to lift us, we have to humble ourselves down to Him. We have to come His way. We have to be willing to go His way. You know, the ways of mankind, the, uh, my ways, they fell a lot of times. Uh, <clears throat> I was out yesterday and everything. I was working on my cabin a little bit, trying to get some plumbing done. And I looked at it and I tried to figure out in my mind stuff. Well, how's this going to work? How am I going to make this work? And I, I'm going to tell you, Brother Nick, I tried thing too and it just totally failed. Simply because it's something that uh, I, I knew it wasn't going to work, but I thought, well, it might work, so I'm going to try it. And you know what? It didn't work. I tell you what, that's exactly how it is with the ways of men when it comes uh, to our Lord. That's exactly how it is. The Scriptures tells us, Solomon does, that there's a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the ways thereof are the ways of death. They'll end in death. <coughs> Scriptures tells us that God's ways are not our ways and His thoughts are not our thoughts. You see, we have to come God's way. We have to humble ourselves down to Him. It might seem right to us, but it's not right to Him. If you want to get you another song ready, we'll get ready to turn or service back over the song leader at this time. Everyone, please stand. Are you wearied? Are you heavy hearted? Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus. Are you grieving over joy departed? Tell it to Jesus again. Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus. He is a friend that's well known. You have no other such a friend or brother. Tell it to Jesus alone. Do the tears flow down your cheeks unbidden? Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus. Have you seen that two men's eyes are hidden? Tell it to Jesus alone. Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus. He is a friend that's well known. You have no other such a friend or brother. Tell it to Jesus alone. Do you fear the gathering clouds of sorrow? Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus. Are you anxious? What shall be tomorrow? Tell it to Jesus alone. 
Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus, He is a friend that's well known. You have no other such a friend or brother, tell it to Jesus alone. Are you troubled at the thought of dying? Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus. For Christ coming daily are you sighting. Tell it to Jesus alone. Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus. He is a friend that's well known. You have no other such a friend or brother. Tell it to Jesus alone. All right, try it now. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Good to hear all of you. I know here that it's raining a little bit there. It's raining down here in Nashville also. We got a lot of snow over this uh, past week, but uh, it's good. I've got a great chauffeur. I can't drive yet, but Miss Sheila's been driving Preacher Paul all over the place down here in Nashville, and we've had a really good week. Pray for us tomorrow. I go for a heart catheterization. This is my fourth or fifth heart catheterization, and everything so far has looked really, really good. And I'll be meeting with our other doctors tomorrow and also some other appointments during the week. But we're making progress, and we just thank God for that and for all the prayers that have been sent up for us. Uh, I want to appreciate uh, Debbie and Charles Burnett. They sent us a lovely basket for Christmas, and inside of that basket was a plaque that says, Faith is not believing that God can, it's knowing that God, that He will. Faith is not believing that God can, it's knowing that He will. One of the things that I realized after this experience is every day is a gift. Every day having faith and trust in God we know that God is with us God is taking care of us even when we hear the word that maybe we're not going to make it or it's beyond the capabilities of everybody else to take care of you God always has a plan that's true for each and every one of you that are there this morning it's true for our church it's true for all of your family as well hope all of you have a great week We'll talk to you next Sunday. We're getting all lined up. Bill and I are still walking and working out over at the workout place. We've had a good time there as well, and we're definitely eating good. A lot of you have 
took care of that for us as well. We appreciate you all. Just have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. All things now and bring us back next point in time. Pray these favors and blessings. Christ's name, for his sake. Amen. 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 I'm loud now. <laughs> Y'all be careful heading home. <laughs>